Hi, I'm Susan Offen. And I'm Laura Potter. And we're your hosts today for Pure Truth. We want to welcome you to our podcast and thank you for listening. Today we will be doing another What's on Our Hearts episode and we will discuss holiness. And our scripture for today is from 1 Peter 2 9. But you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. That's a good one. All right, so our God, he's holy, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yet many, many people don't fully comprehend what that means. Mm-hmm. God is holy, set apart from all humanity. We were created in his image. He knows every single one of us intimately, and no one else can say that. Mm-hmm. And the Hebrew word for holy is Kadesh, and it means to be set apart for a specific purpose. The dictionary definition of holy is dedicated or consecrated to God or a religious purpose or sacred. Mm-hmm. You know, when looking this word up, I found this question. What does it mean to walk in holiness? Well, holiness is simply separation, not separation from the world, but separation from the way that the world acts. And as Christians, we need to separate ourselves from the way the world acts, right? Mm-hmm. We should see ourselves differently because we want no part of the worldly ways. Yeah. Right. 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 You know, we can't function in the body of Christ like we have in the past. That's right. You know, we... um, We've done that. Right. Didn't get us anywhere good. Mm Mm-hmm. You know? Right. I think that we've just fallen away from realizing the holiness of God. Mm Mm-hmm. What he's done for us. He's our creator of the cosmos. You know, all of it. He's he's created all Mm -hmm. all of this. And we've just come away away from that holiness because I guess it's just the deceiving of the enemy, you know, just showing us to look at him in a different light. Mm-hmm. And and that's God has never changed. And I, I think that responsibility, you know, it's individual, but I think it's also corporate Absolutely in the churches. The church, I was going to say that, and how our churches have led us. And I, yes. I just really think that you know we've become too complacent yeah. and too much like the rest of the world. Even our churches have adopted a more worldly atmosphere to, you know, like attract people to come in. But that's not really what God's called us to do. He, no. like you said, he he said we're to be set apart right. and to be holy. And I right. think. You know, even, you know, as Christians, we're awakening to the understanding that we, we have entered the kingdom age and we're, we've left the church age behind. Right, right. At least we're transitioning into that. Right. And I think even like, you know, the revivals that are presently taking now as we're recording this, right. there's these revivals that are popping up all over. It started in Asbury, but it's it's spreading all over our nation. Yes. And I believe it's going to go into the rest of the world. Yes. And I think that's just this this calling in our hearts to want the more simplicity of Christ, right. to understand we want we are craving his presence and the realness and genuineness of God. Yes. And I think, you know, this the perfectionism that we've had in the churches, we even perfect our worship. We perfect right. the time. We we That's end right exactly point. on time. You yeah. know, I mean all these things whereas in revival, it just keeps there is going. No end. And nobody <laughs> wants to leave. Right. right. Do you see the beauty right. in that? Because they're experiencing the holiness of God. Yes. His love. Yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. His peace. The joy. Mm-hmm. And I think we've been missing that element for a really long oh, time. Yes. And the, and people, I believe, people are speaking up by 
the lines that are formed outside of the churches just trying to get in there and experience the presence of God. Like Susan was telling me the other day, you know, a couple of people from our church went to just go see what it was all about in Asbury, and they waited in line six hours just oh, to get It was get eight in. hours. Eight hours. Yeah. That's crazy. You know, you think, would you wait eight hours just to get into a movie? Would you wait right. eight hours to uh, get on a plane? Right. You know, people right. don't even want to do that, right? Right. Because, you know, I just I just think that people have been craving this and it's, wanting it's like this. Spark. Yes. They, right. All, they, all people are waiting for somebody to, to ignite it. Right. Right. Get the spark going, mm-hmm. and then let Holy Spirit do the rest. Let's get back to what's real, what's yes. right, and what God's called us to do. It's right. like a holy. It's contagious. Yes, you know. Yeah, and and because of the division that we've been experiencing for how many years now? Right. You know, it's bringing us in unity, and yeah. we are so used to feeling fear and condemnation and and anxiety and stress and all mm-hmm. this. And God's like, I'm not meant for y'all to live this way. Mm-hmm. This is not what I meant, meant for meant you. Never meant for us. Yep. Right. So getting this back into the earth is what he's been trying to do for so long, mm-hmm. but he needed, a, he needed a remnant. He needed people to work with that were like, are you willing? Mm-hmm. Are you willing to be the spark? Yeah. Can I use you to ignite the fire that I'm about to release here on right. earth? Right. You know? Yeah. And I think, you know, for the last three years, you know, God's been giving me words. And in yeah. the words that he's been speaking to me, it's a lot of it is you need to return to a position of holiness. Yes. You know, I want my people to be holy and set apart. When we do that, then we become that spark. We become yes. that light. And we become like what people are lining up to get to. Right. You know, an experience. Right. They're going to be like, they want to just be around you all the time because they want to learn from you. And they they feel the presence of God around you. Right. It's attractive. Yes. <laughs> See, the right. enemy makes it unattractive. Right. That's what we were. The enemy sells it yes. as an unattractive. Yes. But right. we don't have to sell anything. We no. just need to be in the presence of God and his holiness comes off of us. Right. You know, it's a part it's, of us. It's nothing we do. Right. right. It's the Holy Spirit it's working through working us. Working through right. us. Right. I don't even have to... I'm not talking about me, just you know, just using me as an example. If if God was to use me in that way, I wouldn't have to say or do anything. I could just stand there and God just his presence and then he would speak through me. Mm-hmm. Right. He would do that with anybody that in was conversations willing. Conversations or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. That's just the way it works. We're vessels. We're mm-hmm. vessels. Yeah. Yep. I love it. I mm-hmm. love it. Yeah. For a person to be holy, they should be devoted entirely to God. Right. Yes. Dedicated or consecrated to God's ways. Right. Mm-hmm. And a personal holiness is growing in a personal relationship with God. Right. I think it's, that's why when he, in my personal prayer time, yes. this is what he's telling me. Right. Right. You know, and he's saying, it's, we got to step it up, but it's stepping up into the, the spirit of God and into our relationship with him. That's yeah. what stepping it up means. Goes back right. to that intimacy. Right. Yeah. Yes. As we talk we about talk all, all the time. <laughs> intimacy mm-hmm. gives you the revelation and then God shows you, he speaks to you, he guides you. And, you and just, he changes you. He changes you, and you got to be a willing vessel. You right. have to be willing to allow God to do what he needs to do to bring back what he's wanted to bring back since the beginning of all this, mm-hmm. you know, Adam and Eve. Again, that's what people are lining up to experience. Yes, I love it. Mm-hmm. I love yes. it. God, you are so good. Mm-hmm. You know, God's holiness is it's his defining characteristic. The holiness of God refers to the absolute moral purity of God and the absolute moral distance between God and the humans he created. He is perfectly good. He is our very source. 
and standard of goodness. His goodness never changes because he never changes. When we encounter God in his holiness, it is possible for us to see ourselves as we really are. I love that. You know, we have the Trinity. You know, we have God, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. They are uniquely holy with no rivals or competition. And holy calls attention to all that God is. His love is holy love. His justice is holy justice. His mercy is holy mercy. And his knowledge is holy knowledge. And finally, his spirit is his holy spirit. And that's just, it's in a whole nother level. Yes. You know. That's that's what I see when you say his love is holy love. Holy right. love it's just means reverence. it's in a whole upper, deeper level, right. you know. And that's that again. It comes through intimacy with God, and He's going to build that into us. And His justice is different. It's right. different. Right. And if we're we're in positions and places in the world where we have influence, mm-hmm. you know, say we're in politics or say we're in entertainment or whatever. You know, we talked about that with the seven mountains of God. Right. When we're in those places of influence and we are holy vessels for the Lord, right. when we distribute God's understanding and his wisdom and knowledge in those places of position, that holiness almost like it just spreads out yes. wherever we're at, right? Right. And it, it brings the things of God into the world where yes. it should be. Right. You know? Can you go over those again? The seven mountains for Oh my goodness! There's um, there's entertainment, there's politics or government, religion, and education, education, family, religion, and then family, and then uh, there was media, media, and government. Would you get government? I already did government. I can't remember all of them. Yeah. Well, I just wanted to refresh it because it, I yeah. know it was on another episode. Just well, think of for, every for place of influence right. in the world. And you can go to Johnny and Lowe's, his restore7.org. Right. Yeah. And he, God gave him a whole prophecy on it. He wrote a book about it. Right. So, okay. right. You want to know what all seven of them are, just go there. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's also in the Bible in Revelation. It is. It talks about the, different, seven, the yes. seven mountains. It just means that all the areas of influence in the world, in the world. that we can have, we need to be as believers in Christ holy believers in Christ in those positions of leadership right, and right. influence. And for know. far too long, we've let the enemy, we have just let him. We've taken a back seat. We've let him come in and just destroy mm-hmm. so much right. of, whole, what, of what God has meant. It's like what I said at the beginning, like we've become complacent. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and like you say back seat, and it's just, it's letting everybody else run everything when we should be the ones right. ruling and reigning here on the earth. Right. And, and, and it's the whole politically correct thing, too. We have to say things properly, yeah. but it just gets lackadaisical. Right. Mm-hmm. It's passive. Mm-hmm. Right. But I mean, God's been preparing us for this holiness, this kingdom age that, that we're in now. It's not like we're entering into it. We're here. This mm-hmm. is where we're at now. Right. God's kingdom age. And his holiness, he's going to show us what his, how holy he is. Mm-hmm. He's going to show us in ways that are going to amaze us. Right. You know, it's coming. Yeah, I agree. He, God has so many attributes, but yes, one of which is holiness. Right. Mm-hmm. Holiness, it's a natural state of God and the opposite of man's sinful nature. Right. God created us in his image. Since God chose to create us, we are valuable in his eyes. To be human is to be God's imager. Mm-hmm. I like that. We're God's representatives, so to speak. Yeah. Right. Well, how do we represent God? Yeah. God shares his authority with humans on earth. 
We're here to participate in God's plan to make the world all he wants it to be and enjoy it with him. Mm-hmm. Eventually, God showed us how we should do that. That's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, Jesus is the ultimate example of representing God. Yes. He's called the image of the invisible God. We are to imitate Jesus for that reason. Right. And holiness is the state of perfection being sanctified, set apart completely by imitating him. Mm-hmm. Jesus is the one person who lived a perfect, holy life. When Jesus, the Son of God, came to earth and took on flesh, he faced the same trials and temptations, understanding what common, ordinary people face. Right. But he was able to overcome them only as only he could. Mm-hmm. You know, these scriptures that reveal many of Jesus' traits, such as faithful, loves, righteousness, hates, lawlessness, humble, innocent, honest, obedient. Yeah. Using Jesus as a model for holiness is an incredibly high standard, but this doesn't mean we don't stop trying. Right. right. It's a daily walk in staying close to Jesus. His many traits and characteristics are shown through the New Testament. Right. And after Jesus' death and resurrection, the Spirit no longer indwelled in the temple. Instead, the Holy Spirit now lives within each believer. We are meant to glorify God in our body. He is inside us working out the process of sanctification, making things holy. That's good. Mm-hmm. Right. Today, striving for holiness means having a relationship with God defined by obedience to His will and being shaped to have His character. Yeah. In 1 Thessalonians 4, 7, it says, For God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. So being holy makes the believer set apart from the evils of this world, like you both have said, mm-hmm. and being useful for God's kingdom. That's right. Now, you know, just... To understand the holiness of God, I just wanted to read something from, I just actually want to read chapter 5 of Revelation, just to understand the position that God's put us in. That's good. And it says, And I saw in the right hand of him who sat on the throne a scroll written inside and on the back, sealed with seven seals. And then I saw a strong angel proclaiming with a loud voice, Who is worthy to open the scroll and to loose its seals? And no one in heaven or on earth or under the earth was able to open the scroll or look at it. So I wept much because no one was worthy to open and read the scroll or to look at it. But one of the elders said to me, Do not weep. Behold, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of David, has prevailed to open the scroll and to loose its seven seals. And I looked, and behold, in the midst of the throne, and of the four living creatures, and in the midst of the elders, stood a lamb, as though it had been slain, having seven horns and seven eyes, which are the seven spirits of God, sent out into all the earth. And then he came and took the scroll out of the right hand of him who sat on the throne. Now, when he had taken the scroll, the four living creatures and the twenty-four elders fell down before the lamb each having a harp and golden bowls full of incense, which are the prayers of the saints. And they sang a new song, saying, You are worthy to take the scroll and to open its seals, for you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood, out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation, and have made us kings and priests to our God, and we shall reign on the earth. Then I looked and I heard the voice of many angels around the throne, the living creatures and the elders, and the number of them was 10,000 times 10,000, and thousands of thousands saying in a loud voice, worthy is the lamb who was slain to receive power and riches and wisdom and strength and honor and glory and blessing. Mm 
and every creature which is in the in heaven and on the earth and under the earth, such as are in the sea, and all that are in them, I heard saying, Blessing and honor and glory and power be to him who sits on the throne and to the Lamb forever and ever. Then the four living creatures said, Amen. And all 24 elders fell down and worshiped him who lives forever and ever. And I just, you know, just reading that, it just fills me with awe mm-hmm. and the holiness of God and the reverence of God and and knowing that he said in there in verse 5, he says that we are to be a kingdom of priests and kings to our God. Yeah. So we, we need to see ourselves wow. as as kings and priests here on this earth, revering God, understanding the holiness that we walk in right. as ambassadors here on this earth and priests yeah. to God. Yeah. That's you know? so good. Yeah, That's it so is. Good. You know, I just think about the times that I've, my experiences that I've had in heaven mm-hmm. and the holiness that I experience when I'm around the Trinity. You know, I, I've experienced the Father, mm-hmm. the Son, and the Holy Spirit. And there's just times that you can't even speak. It's just his holiness is so powerful. Mm-hmm. And it's not even just the, the holiness. It's it's the feelings of love and peace. Mm-hmm. There's just so much when you're there. It's hard to just, it's hard to breathe. It's right. hard to speak. Like even now, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm having a hard time breathing just because I'm thinking about it. Mm-hmm. It's just... It's beautiful. It's a weighty presence. Yeah, you know, like like you ever had one of those blankets those that are weighty, those weighted blankets. blankets. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Yeah, because it, you know, we were made in God's image, right? And yeah. we carry the presence of God in us. And when we experience His presence, it's a weighty, heavy presence on us. And you can't. It's strong. Yeah, you uh, can't not. You can't not be changed. Right. You can't escape it. You can't. Right. Because it's you're just, his, and, and you can't go back. Yeah, to no. Once you've experienced you were that, there's just no way that you can right. walk away from that. Right. Because there's nothing like it. Right. There's no love like it. There's no peace like it. There's just nothing that could ever compare to the holiness of God mm-hmm. in His glory. Mm-hmm. You know. Yes. <sighs> All right. So, what does holy or being set apart mean for us? Right. His children. Mm-hmm. So we're called to be holy, sanctified unto the Lord. Romans twelve two says, "Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect." So to be set apart means we are to think and act differently. We are a part of God's ecclesia, chosen for a very specific purpose to bring light and love into the world. But we are not to be of the world. Right. We are to live a life that glorifies God in every way which every single day. Mm-hmm. So First Peter 2.9 says, but you are a chosen race, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a people for his possession. You know, Laura was just talking about being right. a priest. So that you may proclaim the praises of the one who called you out of darkness and into his marvelous light. Deuteronomy 14.2 says, for you are a holy people belonging to the Lord your God. The Lord has chosen you to be his own possession out of all the people on the face of the earth. 2 Corinthians 6.17 says, Therefore, come out from among them and be separate, says the Lord. Do not touch any unclean thing, and I will welcome you. So how can we stand out? We are to love the ones around us by showing compassion and kindness, a beacon of light and hope in a dark world. Mm -hmm. We are called to be different from the world, to stand out from the rest of the world, holy, Christ-like. 
So God has a special purpose for each one of us. You were given an intentional purpose to fulfill God's will for his kingdom. And you pray and you ask for courage to stand out. The Lord will answer that, you know. Mm-hmm. It's, he wants to have you step out of your comfort zone that will lead you to God's greater purpose for you. Mm-hmm. That yeah. good? Yes. Yeah. We yeah. want to be set apart. There's, there's, you know, all we got to do is ask. Mm-hmm. He'll show us. Yeah, I want to bring up again about that part in Revelation 5, verse 9, where it says we're to be, you know, called to be holy, right? right? We're sanctified unto the Lord as priests and kings. And I'll read that verse again. For you were slain and have redeemed us to God by your blood out of every tribe and tongue and people and nation and have made us kings and priests to our God and we shall reign on the earth. Now, understand like what does a priest do here on the earth? What and Susan, you raised in the Catholic church, you know, <laughs> but what is what is a priest what is his duties? Yeah. Right. What's his duties and responsibilities? They're to be there as a representative of Christ to right. the congregation, to the people, right? right? Right. They are to pray and intercede for the people. Right. Right? People come to them for confession a lot of times, right. but we know we can go straight to Jesus. He's our high priest. Right. He is our intercessor. He is our king. But we can also, as priests on this earth, represent him in that same way and be priests to people in the earth that don't know him. Right. 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 In other words, you don't have to be a Catholic priest. Exactly. It's not that. You it's know, not that. It's a representation different. of being Jesus. Set apart. Right. Right. right on this earth. And so, you know, we're, to in, we're not just to be all about ourselves. Right. We're to be servants. Yeah. That's what a priest is supposed to do, too, is serve the church, right? Yes. Yeah. He's serving God. And we're to do the same thing. We're right. to serve other people with our lives. We're like a poured out drink offering. That's what a Jewish priest would do. They poured out these drink offerings to the Lord, right? And sacrifice. So we're to be a poured out drink offering to the Lord. Yeah. For for our for everything, for our lives, for other people, for our, right. our families, everything. Well, think about this. If if you were to just allow God to change you, right? To change your heart, to to just change you from the inside out, and then you did nothing with it. Mm-hmm. Then you're not honoring him, right? And you're not letting the Holy Spirit because He's wanting to flow in you, and He's wanting you you to spread that to whoever you come into contact with on a daily basis, mm-hmm. right? You know, you're supposed to let God's light shine through you. That's the way it's supposed to be. Mm-hmm. That's why He uses us the way we do. So right. you can't you can't just expect to receive Christ, grow in Him, intimacy, all of those things, and not allow God to use you. You know, it, it's not. We're made to, to be poured out. We're made to be people. poured out. Right. Or like to just it's hang out in your prayer closet all day. Right. right. Yeah, it's the heart of God. He, he has compassion. It's so meant to be shared. We're yes. going to, that's going to flow through us. Mm-hmm. The compassion of God, the heart of God is going to be flowing through us. Mm-hmm. We're going to represent his holiness. Right. 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 And we need to represent his holiness. Like, again, like what we talked about on the on every mountain of influence, you right. know, every place of influence we have in the world. Like that's that kingly position. Yes. Say so we are priests, right. but we're also kings, meaning we're we're to we're royalty. Right. And rise up into a place of position of influence in the right. world mm-hmm. where we can rule in the right way, like in the way God told us to. What are we right. supposed to do? We're supposed to love our neighbor as, as ourselves, ourselves. Right. And love the Lord your God with all your heart, heart, soul, and mind, but love your neighbor as yourself. If we were to do that on every mountain of influence in this world, if we were to love other people like Christ loved us, can you imagine what the world would look like? 
we wouldn't be where we're at. We would not be in this you know, position that we are right now right. in our society, yeah. in our government, who takes advantage of everything right. that we have and Controls. steals from us. That's right. what the enemy does. Right. So those in the positions of authority right now are, are representing the kingdom of darkness, not right. the kingdom of light. Right. And that's who we need to be right. as kings right. you know, so on this good, earth. Lord, that's good. Yeah, it's a willingness, though. To serve him, to right. let to let him flow through. It's a servant us. attitude. Yes, you know. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just we need to see ourselves this way right. all the time. Yeah. It's a daily reminder of who we are in Christ and how we need to be walking out our daily lives, you know, for the Lord. Right, that's good. Yes, you know, I think a holy life is marked by gratitude to God. It's a life of thankfulness, yes, obedience, mm-hmm. rejoicing, and singing praises for all the Savior and Lord Jesus Christ did on the cross for us. God the Father, Son, Holy Spirit are one, and there are none like them. Right. They alone deserve all praise and glory, for there is no one holy like the Lord. Right. Amen. You know, our response to all the Lord has done for us should propel us to live a life of devotion to Him in love and obedience. Right. And in Romans 2.12, it says, Don't conform to the patterns of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yes. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Yep. We look to the things of God rather than that of the world. We will increasingly want to do the will of God rather than our own. Our life will look different from the culture that we find ourselves in. Makes by new desires from the Lord as we repent and turn away from sin, wanting to be purified from it. You know, if you just think today about like just social media and everything we have where we put our se- ourself as the center. Oh, yeah. You know, it, it just leads us so far away from Him. I mean, yeah. He did create us. Right. And He created us for Him, he, not for ourselves. He knows us so intimately. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's... Right. You know, it's staying, trying to keep your focus on his will. Right. Not your own will. Right. You know. Yeah, it's a God-centered focus and not self-centered. Yes. Mm -hmm. And just remember that that's what the enemy wants to do. He wants to deter us, to distract us from God's will. Yes. Because if we're doing God's will, mm-hmm. then we're out here changing the world and, and, and doing what God calls us to do. And, the, you know, we're stepping on the enemy. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, use yeah. social media to glorify the Lord and not glorify yourself. Right. Right. That's, I tried to do that, you know, yeah. and there's so many times I'm tempted to go, oh, I want to say this and that, you know, I want to <laughs> really let people, them know how I feel. <laughs> a lot of people don't. They just put all their stuff out there on Facebook uh, or Instagram or whatever it is. And this calls for wisdom. Like, what are <laughs> just people doing? Opinion after opinion after, right. you know. Right. And well, again. Causes division. Does Facebook really change anybody else's mind? <laughs> no. No. You know, uh, but yeah. if you're going to do anything on Facebook, use it to glorify the Lord. That's right. Why not? Point to Him, not to yourself. Yeah. Right. Because God could do a yeah. whole lot more than any one of us could. Well, yeah. Yeah. He's the one That's that changes right. people, not right. us. Right. <laughs> right. I also think accountability is very important. Um, yeah. It means just showing up and setting out to accomplish the things you'd said, you say you do. Right. You right. said you do. Mm-hmm. It's about taking personal responsibility for your spiritual growth. 
It's also trusting in your teammates and knowing you can count on each other to help journey together in life right. mm-hmm. through trials, tribulations. Yeah. But when we are in relationship with other Christians, we hold one another accountable to trying to be more Christ-like. This helps us desire to seek holiness. Yeah. You know, in the church, there are elders who help keep the pastors aligned and in check with the Holy Spirit's leading. When you're married, spouses help keep each other accountable and aligned with God as well. And think about parents being a parent. Mm-hmm. We're the same towards our children. Right. Right. We, we it's set, important. Yeah. We set up household households with godly guidelines and rules and hold our children accountable so they can learn what it takes to live more like Christ, as well as the peace, love, and wisdom they receive when they experience an intimate relationship with God. Yeah. You know, when we live holy lives every day before our family, before our children, they understand by your lifestyle what it means to be holy. Yeah. You know, but we've got to set that example before them every day. We right. have to live it. Right. Yeah, because if not... They are not going to learn it by you just telling them what to do or telling them how to do something. You have to show them and, and live that example before And they're not going to learn at school. No. You know, they're and not going to learn it out there in the world. When they go off and they have their own families, what what is it that you resort back to in just a moment's notice like when you were talking to your kids and you're telling them, you know, oh my gosh, my parents used, I used to hear my mom say that all the time. And here I just came out of my mouth, yes. you know, <laughs> stuff like that. Well, the, when you live a holy lifestyle and an example, it's gonna come your, out. it will come as a natural reflex yeah. to their children. That's, yeah. that's how we do it. Right. We live by example. Right, exactly. Mm-hmm. We honor God and his holiness when we partner with him by seeking his wisdom, right? By spending a bit time with him. He will give each of us the wisdom and revelation we need to fulfill our purpose here on earth. And here are some ways to honor God because he is holy. We are to recognize him as the highest authority in heaven and on earth. We glorify God because he's our creator. We honor him because he saved us from our sins. We worship God because he is Emmanuel. We can honor God by being good stewards of our wealth and through our actions. We honor God through our obedience to him. We honor God by putting him first in decision-making Seeking his will instead of our own. And that's just a few. You know, mm-hmm. there are many ways that each of us can honor God. Right. 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 I agree. And you know what? We cannot manage to do this ourselves. No, no. we can't. It's impossible without Jesus. Mm-hmm. Right. Like I said before, we have to come to know Jesus and stay close to him through prayer. Yeah. The Holy Spirit is the one who transforms our hearts and minds. In 2 Timothy 1, 9 through 10, it says, He has saved us and called us to a holy life not because of anything we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. This grace was given us in Christ Jesus before the beginning of time, but it was now it has now been revealed through the appearing of our Savior Jesus, who has destroyed death and has brought life and immortality to light through gospel. Yeah, that's good. It's a lifelong transformation as the Holy Spirit works within us. Right. No human without salvation can be holy. However, every human with Christ's salvation is holy. Right. Awesome. And I want to read a few scriptures here about the holiness of God, too. In Isaiah 6, 3, And one called to another and said, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of his glory. Mm -hmm. And then in 1 Samuel 2, 2, There's none holy like the Lord. There's none beside you. There is no rock like our God. I love that one. Mm -hmm. Uh And then Ezekiel thirty-eight twenty-three. So I will show my greatness and my holiness and make myself known in the eyes of many nations. Then they will know that I am the Lord. And here's a final one here. Ephesians 1, 4. 
even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him in love. Yeah. Thank God. God. Mm-hmm. Our God is holy, man. It's Good amazing. words. Yeah. Like I said, you know, for the last three years, the Lord's been bringing this subject up to me about being holy and set right. apart. And I just wanted to read this in this episode, a word that the Lord gave me on January 18th, 2023, and I titled it, The Ways of the Holy. He says, Magnificent is the name of the Lord. Magnificent are the ways of the Lord God Almighty, who takes away the sins of the world and sets things right again. Remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. Remember to walk in the ways of Yahweh all the days of your life. Let not the things or attractions of this world creep into your heart and life. You are mine, and you must live according to my standards and according to my set ways of living. Because you are mine, and because I am holy, you must be holy and set apart as my chosen people. That's so good. I will do mighty miracles among you, my people, so you must be prepared to walk in my ways, the ways of the holy. I will prosper you in ways you've never seen or experienced before, for these days are coming. In fact, they are here. Reach out for me in your daily life and in your daily routines and ask for me to pour out the blessing of heaven upon the work that you do. You are my chosen people appointed to do good works upon the land and in every kingdom of every land. You must take a stand for me, Almighty Yahweh. Be bold in your mission. Be bold with your voice. Let nothing stand in your way to bring the ways of Yahweh into this darkened land. You are the light of the world. Don't let anyone tell you different. You are my children made in the image of me. See yourself as I see you, not as you've always viewed yourself. Rise up to a new standard, the standard I've set for you. You are not a second-class citizen, but you have been made a citizen of my kingdom, and that sets you up on a higher plane. Wow. It's good. Yeah. Yes. You have the authority to break off curses, to set prisoners free, to deliver people from the bondage of sin. Everything you have seen me doing can be done through you for my glory. Remember all I've taught you through the scriptures. Now apply that to your thinking. Nothing is impossible through the power and the authority that I've given to you. By faith, you can move mountains that have stood in your way. Mm, Love that. By faith, you have received me and received my salvation. You are mine, and nothing can stop you from doing my will here on this earth. I have already paved the path for you and made the way clear. You are ready and equipped with all that you need, but you must put your faith into action and set your feet to move in my direction. Report to me all that you see standing in your way and command the angels to do as you command. They will do things on your behalf that must be done only by my spirit. Remember all that you have received from me and all that I've made possible for you. You are now my holy vessels, able to do my mighty miracles here on the earth. Don't let the lies of men convince you that you're anything less. Believe all my promises, and these things will come to pass. Believe in me, and you will prosper in this land. That's good. It's really good. Wow. It said in 1 Peter 1, 13-16, So prepare your minds for service and have self-control. All your hope should be done or should be for the gift of God's grace that will be yours when Jesus Christ is shown to you. Now that you are obedient children of God, do not live as you did in the past. You did not understand, so you did the evil things you wanted. But be holy in all that you do, just as God, the one who called you, 
is holy. It is written in the scriptures, you must be holy because I am holy. That's good. You know, as Christians or Christ followers, we should never view ourselves as the the odd ones, right? Right. We're holy people who carry the mantle of priesthood of Christ. And Christ means anointed. So we're carrying the anointing of Yahweh with us, and we intercede for others and minister to them. We aren't to be, you know, set apart from the world, but be in the world exhibiting the power of God and a shining, shining our light, you know, in places of darkness to those who have fallen into dark places. It's like the kings and the priests, you know, that you were talking about earlier. Right. We're supposed to operate in that. Right, right. That's, a, that's an anointing. Right, right, and it's the, it's the holiness of God. Right, right. Just, just, he said it in Scripture. Right, I mean, it's there for us. Right. Instructions. Right, and the anointing comes from the Spirit. Right. So we, we have the Spirit of God in us. Right. Yeah, that's why Jesus told you know the disciples they weren't to leave Jerusalem until the coming of the Holy Spirit came and, yeah. and anointed them. Right, and yeah, filled right. them. That was Pentecost. Right. It was not good for them to go out on their own. Right. They had to be empowered by the Holy Spirit. So that's what we have to have to go out into the world to be right. that shining light. Right. You know, never see yourselves. I just want to remind you, never see yourselves as the weird ones. Right. <laughs> but see yourselves as people who show others the most excellent way to live, vibrant, blessed, and full lives who have hope for today and for the future. Right. I like what you said there about the weird ones, you know. We're not. We're not. And Jesus said we're going to be persecuted, mm-hmm. right? Because... Living and walking in his truth, it does feel right now mm-hmm. in the world that we live in now that we're the weird weird ones. You know, we're the crazy ones. But that's not right. that's not what's going to be taking place in this new kingdom age. You know, you realize you're not the weird ones when you know what works. Right. Right? Yeah. So if you are blessed beyond understanding, yeah. I, I have been blessed all my life yeah. because the Lord has always taken care of me. He's been my security. He's my rock. When right. people have issues and problems, who do they come to? Right. They come to you because they know you have answers that you they know don't you have. have wisdom. Right. 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 Wisdom and knowledge and understanding that has only been come to you because you've spent time in the presence of God. Right. Right. And again, that's part of your role of being a priest. Yes. To other people. And so, you know, that's why you don't see yourself as weird. Not anymore. Not anymore. No, because you know, hey. They're they're finally coming around. They're getting yeah, it, right. you know. And then other people don't see you as weird. That's a lie from the enemy. Right. He wants you to think that way so you'll shut up. Right. And you'll go in your corner and, and hide. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> right? So no. you can't be effective for when the kingdom. When you see yourself the way God sees you, you become bolder and yeah. you realize you're not the weird one. Yeah. They're the weird ones. That's right. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> yeah. So we are the sons and daughters of God. And we are to be a holy example for others to follow. They should see God's light in us. We just talked about it. Mm-hmm. A light that shines so bright that once other people see it, experience it, just like you said, Laura, yeah. they crave and desire it with their whole being. Right. Our God is holy. He is set apart. And he is so worthy of our honor and praise. Mm-hmm. Amen. Yeah. All right. It's time to close. That was a good one. It was. Uh-huh. I love talking about God. And mm-hmm. we, we hope you enjoyed our discussion on his holiness today. Please join us next week. Yeah, and we just want to close with this scripture from 1 Thessalonians 4, 7 through 8. And this is from the Passion Translation, which I love. Yeah. For God's call on our lives is not to a life of compromise and perversion, but to a life surrounded in holiness. Therefore, whoever rejects this instruction isn't rejecting human authority, but God himself. 
who gives us his precious gift, his spirit of holiness. That's a good one. Yeah. All right. Today's episode was edited by Caitlin Beck. Thank you so much, Caitlin. We want to reference a resource. It's Michael Heiser's book titled Supernatural. And also for our resources today, we will put the links in the notes section of this episode. Before you go, we invite you to please leave a written review anywhere you listen to this podcast. The more positive reviews we receive will lead to more listeners that God can reach. Also, please subscribe. We would appreciate it very much. And we just want to thank you for listening and allowing us to pour pure truth into you today. And we would love to hear from you. So please email us at puretruthpodcast3 at gmail.com. Yeah. And if anybody's thinking about emailing us, we would love to hear from you. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's why it's there for. If you guys have questions, please, we'd love to be able to answer and help you guys out. And please visit our websites. Mine is kathyzaka.com. Mine is laurapotter.us. And mine is susanoffin.com. And we hope you'll join us next time. And remember, live thirsty. Thank you. And may the Lord bless you and keep you. And may his face shine upon you and give you his peace. Until next time. Susan. Laura. And Kathy. Hey guys, it's Miriam Love here, and I want to share something very special with you. Check out my new release, All In, the Spanish remixes, out now on Electric House Records. And always remember, be love, share love, all love. Available now wherever you listen to music. Are you passionate about saving the planet for future generations? Do you want to learn how to do it? If yes, then you need to tune in to the Nature Back podcast. It's a talk show covering the changing world around us. From renewable energy, sustainable agriculture, circular economy, to ESG and social innovation. Don't miss this opportunity to discover how you can join the movement and make a difference. Subscribe to the Nature Back podcast today on your favorite platform and get ready to be amazed. Electric acid.